It is simple. The Empire has the means of mass destruction. The Rebellion does not. A Death Star? This is nonsense. What reason would my father have to lie? What benefit would it bring him? To lure our forces into a final battle to destroy us once and for all. Risk everything. Based on what? The testimony of a criminal. The dying words of her father, an Imperial scientist. But don't forget the Imperial pilot. My father gave his life so that we may have a chance to defeat this. So you've told us. If the Empire has this kind of power, what chance do we have? What chance do we have? The question is what choice? Run, hide, plead for mercy, scatter your forces. You give way to an enemy this evil with this much power and you condemn the galaxy to an eternity of submission. The time to fight is now. Yes. Every moment you waste is another step closer to the ashes of Jeddah. What is she proposing? Just let the girl speak. Send your best troops to Scarif. Send the rebel fleet if you have to. You need to capture the Death Star plans if there's any hope of destroying it. You're asking us to invade an Imperial installation based on nothing but hope. Rebellions are built on hope. Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Never Seen Star Wars, where before today, I guess Kristen had never seen Rogue One, a Star Wars story, but now she has. My name is Trevor Chong, and it's so good to be back talking Star Wars with Kristen. We went through the whole saga, and now we're here, a special bonus episode for Star Wars Podcast Day. Happy Star Wars Podcast Day, everybody. Hashtag Star Wars Pod Day. I think that's right. I better, I better get that right, but I'll double check that in a second. But it's so good to be here. Hashtag Star Wars Podcast Day is what it is. Uh, here we are. Uh, and we're here again with Kristen. Kristen, how are you doing today? I'm a little nervous. I'm happy to be back. Thank you for having me back. It's nice to continue my Star Wars journey, but I'm a little nervous. Okay, interesting. That's interesting to hear. Um, so yeah, we've been doing, if you haven't heard of any of our podcasts before, we went through all nine movies in the Skywalker saga. We've been doing some other podcasts on the side, talking Mandalorian, talking Book of Boba Fett. But I wanted to get back and we wanted to talk. There's a couple spinoff movies. I asked people on Instagram at NeverSeenSW, which spinoff do they want us to talk about? Rogue One was the overwhelming choice. And here we are. So Kristen, you just watched Rogue One. Uh, we haven't talked Star Wars in a, in a while. It's been a while, actually. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you said you're nervous. Just talk to us. Why are you nervous? What was, what was your initial reaction of this movie? I'm nervous because I've been out of the Star Wars world mm. since the last podcast we did. So it has been a while for both of us and for the audience. I enjoyed the journey. I learned a lot, immersed myself but it's a really overwhelming universe to enter into. And if I'm being completely honest, yes, I watched all the movies, but if you ask me like any question, I'd probably get one out of 10, right? Like I'm no expert at all. And so it was kind of funny going back, watching, watching another Star Wars movie. I had to remember, 
you know, what, where this took place and what was going on. And I had to watch a couple recap videos <laughs> before I watched this one. So it was like going to the gym after not going to the gym for like two years, you know, like that's how it felt. Right. Yeah. I've been that, I've been to, I can understand that one there, Yeah. Uh, yeah. but we're not here. We don't need you to be the expert, Kristen, just go on the internet. There's a million star Wars experts out there. We want someone fresh who's coming in, bringing their own un, un, unbiased takes on Star Wars, something that we love. But you know what? You're allowed to to dislike things here and there, too. We want your honest takes as someone. So oh, let's just dig right I in. You know I don't hold back. Exactly. Exactly. Let's dig right into it, Kristen. What okay. was your initial reaction after watching Rogue One, a Star Wars story? All right. So if you've listened to our, our previous podcasts, then you know that I'm a sucker for the more contemporary films, the better effects, the ones that really draw you into the story. I hate, hate the weird animals when they're not done well with animation. It, it, I couldn't tell you why, it's my own issues. I'm working through them. So overall impression of this movie was it was really good. Like it's a really well-made movie. I think for coming in into like a weird spot, especially since the movies that kind of surrounded are like these really old movies and then creating this like really new, <laughs> beautiful, cinematically done movie. It was a little jarring. Um, Jar jarring. Jarring. <laughs> but I enjoyed the storyline. I enjoyed the new characters. I thought overall it was a really good movie. Awesome. Yeah. And that's my first question. Like, were you able to follow along with the story? So this Rogue One takes place right before episode four, A New Hope. But if I just told you, oh, this takes place before episode four, I was like, do you even know, remember what episode four is? So were you able to follow along with the story as far as the big picture? So after you told me it happened after episode four, I had before to go episode four, but yeah, episode four. Yeah. And then I had to go and watch like a recap video to remind myself. And that's, that's the first one, right? Yeah, that we yeah. watched. Okay, so it's been a really long time. If I hadn't known that and I hadn't watched the recap video, I think it would have taken me a while to kind of place it. But since I had watched the recap video, it made sense right away going in. Okay, good. So smart move watching the recap. I, I, I wanted to give you a little bit, just so yes. here's where it takes I place. Appreciate it. Okay, great. And so one of the things about this movie, before we dig into it a little more specifically, is there's a lot. There's a lot of characters in this movie, and I and I we got hopefully we'll track along. But I think there's a lot of of interesting characters uh, as we get in here. Did did you did you enjoy? Did you did you agree with me? There's a lot of interesting characters yes. in this. Yeah, a lot of great characters. I really enjoyed the cast for sure. Cool. So let's just dig into it. Let's kind of go through it um, as the movie goes on. We'll kind of look in. I feel like it kind of introduces a different character at a time. So let's just kind of go through it almost character by character. But the first thing I want to touch on is that every Star Wars movie before this has had an opening scroll where it comes up. Dun, 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 dun. This one doesn't have that. It's very interesting. The first ever Star Wars movie to not have the opening scroll. Did you notice that? Did that stand out to you in any way? Yes, I did. And it's because I always get really panicked reading the opening scroll. Like I sometimes have to pause and rewind. And so I was like getting ready to kind of panic read. And then I didn't have to. And so it was kind of relaxing for a change. But to me, my first thought on that is, well, this isn't a classic part of the, what would you, saga? The star, the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Yeah. Saga. Saga? Saga? I don't know. 
<laughs> and so I, I thought it was kind of a bit of a nod to the fact that they're acknowledging it doesn't fit in that classic category, that it's a one-off. So I didn't, I didn't mind that. Would have it have been helpful? Like not if you didn't know like what where this movie fit and you also didn't have <laughs> that kind of prelude, like I would be even more clueless, you know? So right. right. That's fair. So this movie in general, uh, we meet the Urso family. We have Galen Urso, his wife, uh, Lirsa, I think, and the daughter, Jen Urso. And the idea is that Galen Urso has been creating the Death Star. They sort of get, he gets captured by the Empire to build it. And we follow along the story of Jen Urso, however many years later after she um, loses basically her, her mother and father, and she's traveling on her own. Initial reactions to Jen Urso, our protagonist of the story here. I love it's a woman. We applaud. Thank you. We love strong woman leaders, new characters. Um, yeah, I, I like Jin. Um, I have maybe a controversial comment to make about it kind of is about Jin, but also about the whole movie. I don't know if I should throw it in here. I don't Let's know do it. Let's do it. Okay. We gotta hear it. Tell me I'm wrong. Every Star Wars movie has the exact same plot. Okay, which is what? A lone character, kind of tragic. You know, something tragic happens. Somehow they get a part of this mission that basically is do or die, okay? There's a huge fighting scene, one that's way too longer than necessary. I could probably take a good nap in between and not miss anything. You know, something epic explodes, lots of fighting, lots of pew pew sounds, and then everything is happy for a second. That's fair. Except I mean, that's... in this movie, everything is not happy. In no, this movie. <laughs> they they get you with the ending. They get you with the ending. That's the hero's journey. Yeah, the thing is sort of a similar, similar thing that goes on. You know, someone. I mean, you would know, right? You're, an, I mean, English major. I guess so. Is that what that's called? The hero's. So. Well, I'm like, change it up. Yeah. What would you do differently? Not a hero's journey. Okay. Give me. Give me something different it, okay. it's just a little it's just a little predictable right now right and so when it when you know going back to Jin gets introduced and like hey something tragic's gonna happen and then they're gonna have to save something maybe a little love and romance thrown in there mm -hmm. a little death a little life a little sprinkle of salt and you're good to go so yeah okay so so a bit predictable a bit of the same old things maybe we gotta look into the the Mandalorian and see where we go from there but mm. uh well, maybe that's something of future conversation we can have. <laughs> so there's Jenna. So she, he's a, he's she's a bit predictable. What about Cassian Andor? So we meet Cassian Andor. He's this rebel. We see he he just murders somebody the first time we meet him. Um, what did you think of Cassian Andor? He's not like a to me. He wasn't a standout character. He I think you know he plays an, an essential role, but there wasn't you know he it could have been anyone playing him in, in my mind it could have been any character so it so. doesn't stand out to you okay that's interesting no. that's interesting yeah. another white guy on the screen doing <laughs> what he needs to do to get by he might have a little uh he might have a little mix in him i think but i don't know i don't know that for sure um and so basically what happens is Jin, as you said Jin gets uh sort of brought into this journey he gets she meets the rebel alliance through cassian andor they bring her along um 
and they had they want to go on this mission they want to use Jin to get to get Galen or so to find him so they could figure out what it is that he's creating and that we know it's the Death Star and so they go along so we got Jin or so going goes along with Cassian Andor and this droid K2SO did you have any thoughts on K2SO the droid Again, a little predictable. Like, I think the droids or, you know, we had C-3PO and R2-D2 in the past. They really are the ones that kind of give this comedic, um, like, pause in, in, in the intensity of the movies. And so, of course, of course, I'm a fan of K-2SO. I think that's right. Yeah, okay. It's not a zero. I don't know. K-2SO. Um, I like how they just call him K eventually, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I could take on that nickname. And so I, you know, I felt one with K. K and K, just kicking it, watching watching what's going on. But um, he's a funny guy. Like, I love that he's, like, reprogrammed and, you know, he's he provided a lot of humor. So I do like him. But, I mean, they all have robot sidekicks. So, again, in that, I was like, okay, this is another little bit of a predictable moment of course he's kind of the funny one um i love the banter specifically between Jin and k right yeah yeah and that's great and I, but so that's what's serious so we're getting uh we have Jin, your typical hero as you're saying you have cassie and your rebel we got the comedic droid and they go to a sand planet so maybe more of the same for you so at this point are you thinking this is just more of the same at this point or are you enjoying it are you into it what, what are your thoughts it. No, I was really into it. I mean, it's a really well done movie, right? And, I, you know, no one show me someone who hates a hero story, I guess, like, um, maybe me a little bit, but I like I'm still a sucker. And so I was really enjoying it a little predictable, but right. um, it's, a, it's good. Right. I would imagine that they what they they were going for is to sort of capture a lot of the things that people enjoyed about the original yeah. trilogy, but then sort of obviously make it a more modern uh, effects and all that so i think yeah, it makes yeah. sense that that that's those are the things you notice because i think that's what they were going for i guess well then mission accomplished now we do go to so they, we do go to jetta and we see there's this sort of civil war going on but we meet a few other characters and now tell me if these characters stand out to you as different we meet uh Chirrut and Baze, uh these two guys here Chirrut is is blind Baze has a big uh, machine gun what do you think of well, let's start with Chirrut here I, I imagine that you have to be a Chirrut fan yeah I love Chirrut I think he's my favorite character of all the characters in this movie um and he it is like both of them Chirrut and Baze right mm-hmm. yeah they're they're really interesting um so what i understand is that they are protecting that is it a temple that has, i think so yeah and it has like the gems or whatever that the kyber crystals yes yeah, the crystals how dare i the crystals that they are protecting um and that's powering the death star but they also make a comment that it, it's what is rumored to power the lightsabers of the jedis and this is interesting right because if i have my history correct this is during a time when all the Jedi's have been like hunted down and, and destroyed, right? Yes, like, yes. Wow, look at me. Okay, thank you. And then here's Turret, and he is a person. He's one with the Force, and you see him do some amazing stuff. And so I think he's a really cool character. He's kind of the the hopey one, you know, the one that gives you the mo- most hope vibes. Um, so really, 
really enjoyed. I think Baze is a great character too, but you know, between the two of them, Turret really is like the standout. Yeah, that's great. And I think I think you got to look at you talking about this, the lore of Star Wars and you're yeah. understanding how far have you come? Yes, and the kyber crystals. Uh, yes, they created the lightsabers, as you said. And so we have Turret here. We don't really have any Jedi in this movie, yeah. but he's the one that continues to talk about the force in general and how that is a big part of the universe. I have a, a thought slash question though. Maybe it's just a conspiracy theory at this point, but Jin's mother also knows about the force. In the beginning, we see her give her the necklace and mm -hmm. she says, you know, uh, let the force guide you or something like that. And so I'm, I'm curious as well with, with, you know, her history with the force and, it, that, I just thought that was a really interesting thing like to say um, and not a lot of follow-up. So I would have been curious to think, you know, could could have Jin been, you know, a Jedi? Right. Yeah. I, mean, I, guess, I mean, no? guess we'll never know at this point. But no. there's a question of yeah, how the kyber crystal came into uh, her mother's uh, possession, yes. those sort of ideas. And who knows? I mean, I don't think we're supposed to know. And I think it's just the idea that the there's still this idea that the force is around, even though the Jedi's are no longer yeah. around at this point in the story. So that's Chirrut and Baze. We see them kind of, we see Chirrut kick butt, kick a bunch of stormtroopers' butt, <laughs> which is awesome. Baze then shoots a few others and they get captured away. Chirrut gets a blindfold over him. Did you oh. like when they put the blindfold on him? I felt bad laughing, you know? Like it's like one of those moments where you're like, oh, right. Like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I, I thought it was it was a good moment. It was funny. One of the one of the funny moments in the show, and they go and they need to meet Saw Guerrera. Saw Guerrera, you've come here to kill me, Saw Guerrera. <laughs> what did you think of of Saw Guerrera and his uh, breathing apparatus? Oh, he's great. I, I mean, he's like a little quirky. Like I, I'm kind of like I think that dude's seen a lot. Like, I think he's gone through a lot. Um, it'd be, I could see Saw and his character having a spinoff. Okay. Um, like, I feel like he's the kind of character, and I think the character was just really well played by the actor. Who's, do you know the name of the actor? I don't know off the top of my head. I can get that okay. for you. Great, like all of them are great actors, but Saw, like his, his actor, he really, I think, did a good job bringing this character to live. And I think um, to life. And um, I don't know, I'd be interested to know more about his story, right? Because you don't really get much of his story from this, just the essentials, and then he he dies. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yes, played by Forrest Whitaker, a very famous actor. Um, the, the character Sagaru actually does make some appearances in some of the animated series, Clone Wars, oh. Rebels, and The Bad Batch. And we may, in fact, see him again in another thing, but we can talk about that <laughs> later uh, okay. as we talk about that. But Sagara, he's there. So they, the whole thing, again, it revolves around how one to find Galen Erso. We haven't talked about Galen Erso at all, but I don't know if do you have anything specific to say about Galen Erso. He's, he's Jin's father. Yeah, I mean, overall, A, again, another incredible actor. And I, I, I was kind of drawn to Galen. Um, I mean, not to put myself on the box, but I'm kind of like a generally confused person. Like I feel like often misunderstood by people. And so I kind of on a personal level felt like I related to Galen and I, so I enjoyed his character development. Um, you know, people, 
at the end of the day, he did what he did for the good. Um, so it's, it's an interesting story. Right. I enjoy it. Totally. But the thing is, is that people, the Rebel Alliance, they don't really know what he's up to. They don't know his yeah. plan. And so they do eventually, I mean, they find Saw, they saw has his message for where Galen is. Uh, they ended up blowing up that, that city that they're in and they fly off and they go to find Galen Erso. And Jin thinks it's just that they're going to find her dad, but Cassian has different orders and that is to kill uh, Galen Erso. Yeah. And we sort of see it a little bit because we see Cassian murder someone at the start of the at the start of the movie, and then we see it, this other plan. And I think there's, there must be some sort of theme of how maybe both sides are sort of doing bad things to win a war. Totally, yeah. And I think his character definitely draws that out. It's it's just intense. Like, um, and, and you know, Jin kind of in the beginning plays this middle ground where she kind of wants to be unbothered by all of it, and by the end of it, she sees that you know she can't she can't just ignore what's happening and then cassian's on one side and then you know everyone's on the other so it's yeah i don't know yeah and so he cassian in the end he decides to not he sort of has that moment to not kill galen or so but galen or so dies anyway so it was mm-hmm. all all for not and him and Jin have this last moment i guess they haven't seen each other for i won't guess on how how many years it's been but they haven't seen each other <laughs> that many years so they had this a uh, nice moment and she yeah. has to sort of convince everyone that this is what happened that he has made a flaw in the death star and that this is the chance to kill us so let's talk about this in general oh what do you have to say okay if you go back to some of my complaints mm-hmm. one of my major complaints is how easily this death star was able to be destroyed not just once right like they rebuild it am i remembering correctly they rebuild it yeah and then it's destroyed again, very easy. And so I found some relief in, in this plot line for me because it absolutely boggled me that this Death Star is supposed to be this incredible death war terror machine. And then just like one little spaceship can blow it up into smithereens. And so this gave me a little more insight into why it was so easy in that battle. And so I'm a little more content now. Yes, that's great. And I think that's, some people argue that this is the whole purpose of the movie was to fix a 40 year old plot hole that, <laughs> that was in the original star Wars, but that well, was, I appreciate it. <laughs> and so now we know why Luke was able to just shoot one shot and the, the whole death star blow up is because yes. of Galen or so, and these, uh, these rebels here. In fact, at the beginning, if you, if you watch a new hope again, which you probably haven't in over a year, uh, you might actually gain more from watching it after this. The, even the first line in the scroll says uh, the rebels have won the first battle or something like that. Oh. So now really? we know what the battle is. There we go. There we go. So we get into this moment where they're eventually they decide, okay, we want to go to Scarif. We want to get these plans. I trust my father, that sort of thing, but no one's believing them. Um but they do eventually go to it. So before we get to this big battle, though, is there anything else that we haven't touched on yet that that, yes. that you want to talk about? Yes. Borgullet. <laughs> Borgullet. 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 Okay. Here's Something a theory. Like okay. You guys know the Little Mermaid. You know Ursula. Mm-hmm. If they were going to try and make like a live... Are they making a live movie of Ariel anyway? One day, I'm sure. 
I think they are. But anyway, boar gullet would be, you know, if it had like a bit of like maybe a wig and some eyelashes would be Ursula. Okay. <laughs> so I'm seeing like a crossover moment for these two, but I didn't enjoy boar gullet. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of made, it kind of like, again, it plays on that whole, like who's actually the good guy, who's actually the bad guy at moments. Cause Saw Guerrera is supposed to be this good guy but here he is kind of I think swayed by the intensity of it all and kind of torturing um Bodie is that how you Bodie the pilot yes yeah so anyway that was an interesting moment but that was the only thing I could think about is how Ursula Ursula this is Ursula anyway do you think it was like Ursula and Jabba the Hutt's kid oh my gosh I hate Jabba the Hutt I didn't get the same like cringy vibes. Maybe just the CGI and everything's better. But on it, maybe it's a tribute. It was a tribute moment. Right. If anyone's ever hiding something from you, you can always threaten them with Borgolet. Yeah, whatever. That's a nightmare. So, okay. So the <laughs> that sort of threw me off there. The Borgolet. Uh yes, he's there. And the, you actually bring up a good point though. Did, did you did you follow that there seemed to be sort of two sets of rebel rebel yes. groups okay so i was keeping that under the surface because i was like either i am just not following well and i don't want to give that away <laughs> or i'm confused i don't know but yeah because um saw guerrera and then didn't know cassian right so no i need help someone explain <laughs> so i believe what's going on there's the official of rebel rebel alliance which has Cassian Andor and a lot of the people that they're meeting at the end of the movie and they help in the win the battle of Scarif and they're connected to everybody, Princess Leia, R2-D2, all of them, which we'll have to talk about. And, but, but there's other people who are also against the empire and they are sort of feel like they are rebels as well, but they want to do what any means necessary to take down the empire. It doesn't matter. Sort of, they are the extremists of the rebels. And so they're not, they, they both have the same idea that they both want to take down the empire, but one is trying to do it more in an official way, organized way with agreement. And the other is doing it more in an extreme way. Got it. Okay. Cleared up. Yeah. It's not, they don't necessarily explain that to you no. straightforwardly. So there's a lot of character. You meet a lot of different characters in this movie. So it's hard to keep track. Yeah. It's a busy movie. But in the end, we see the official Rebel Alliance. Jin's trying to convince them, you know, rebellions are built on hope, that sort of idea. But uh, Admiral Radis wants to go. Uh, but in the end, there's not enough agreement to go. And so they're not allowed. They say, no, we're not going. In the end, Cassian, K2, uh, Baze, Chirrut, Bodhi, they all, they all want to go. And they take their ship, the Rogue One, they call it. There's the title of the movie. <laughs> yep. And uh, they head over to Scarif, and there is, as you said, a big, really long battle. It's oh. uh, it's on the ground. It gets in the space. We have this one on one encounter with Jin and Director Krennic. There's a lot going on. Do you have your thoughts on this battle? I like the beach view. Okay. Um, scenic, a really peaceful place to have a war. Um, Chirrut's moment was probably like that was the I mean there's a lot of death in this movie mm-hmm. and I have my theories as to why being a standalone movie I get it 
um, they have to kind of wrap it up. Um, but man, turrets. Oh, I'm one with the force and the force is with me walking through those blaster shots. You love that moment. I, I, I mean, I don't love it. I hate it actually. Cause I think he's such a great character, but I, I know, you know, that's the kind of character that I would want to see show up more and, and other, I just really, I really loved him. I really enjoyed his character, but it, so that, that death scene in particular was just so sad to me. And then poor Bay is thinking he could do what Chirrut Chir- Chir- does. And he kind of, you know, he gets done what he's got to do, but then he's a goner and it's just goner after goner. Right. Was there a moment where you started to realize that, okay, I think we're going to lose all of these characters. Was there a moment that you, that came to, you know, your mind? Yeah. I mean, Galen, after Galen, I was like, okay, um, that's fine. Saw Guerrero's already died at that point. Like mm-hmm. now Galen's died. Like that's, that's two pretty large characters. In my mind, like those are two big characters. And then, so when um, Bodhi dies and then Chirrut dies, then Baze dies. And then I was not expecting- And K2, and K2. Yeah. And I was not expecting that one, mm-hmm. um, K2 dying. And then at that point I started to catch on, but I really, I mean, that's basically everyone, but I, <laughs> I really did not expect Jin and Cassian at the end, especially it makes it look like they're getting away. And then you see how extensive the explosion, the hit is, and that right. it's, and they actually do that scene really beautifully. Um, but um I have one grievance. Okay. Why does every female and male, you know, in the face of death have to fall in love? Right. Did they fall in love? I mean, was it just like, we're dying, kiss me? Did they kiss? Did they kiss? I think they did. Maybe I'm just making it up, but I I mean, it was pretty lovey-dovey. I think they hugged. I don't know. Did you see that hug? It was a a intimate hug. And, you know, so I'm just thinking over here. Mm -hmm. I I hear you. I hear you. So, but at that point, obviously, I'm thinking, okay, literally everyone dies, and um, and then it, you know, I had a feud with that for a second, but then it makes sense that it being like a standalone film, it has to make sense that these characters aren't really continuing on into the rest of the, you know, the timeline. So, right, because the big question, the big question you would ask during the original trilogy is, is where is where's Jen doing this or where's Cassian right so yeah especially after they were such major players in in this first battle like you would expect them to kind of show up other places but am I wrong in saying that we see an Admiral Radis (laughs) we see a uh, Mon Calamari the squid people in the movie we see Admiral Akbar Akbar. Akbar. Uh, they might be a relation there I'm not quite sure I feel like they could have I, I feel like they could have carried over his name's Akbar. Like they could have. Yeah, I think the issue is that Akbar doesn't show up till Re- Return of the Jedi, oh, the, the third fine. film in the original trilogy. So that's probably, yeah. Gotcha. Um, there we go. So, uh, Cassian and Jim, we, we did have a question here. Uh, we have a few questions, but uh, let's talk about one of them now. You can ask us these questions on our Instagram page at Never Seen SW. Jillian asked, uh, they're fine at the end, right? It's just really bright. Yes, Jillian. Maybe a bit of uh, <laughs> denial there, as you as you were in at one point about the true yeah. fate of Cassian and Jin. 
you know, it is a little, um, you are a little unsure for a second watching that scene. Like you think, oh, it's sunset on the beach and they're mm-hmm. watching the explosion. And then it's like the last second and you realize, okay, poof. You realize it's not going to happen, but they do. In fact, they go through this all this whole battle. There's this cool space thing. They do the hammerhead thing. They blow up the shield. Uh, Jin gets the, the message up to Admiral Radis. They get it. They download the message. They run. They hand it to one of the guys in the ship. Uh, then the, they're running down to rush out. The door is jammed. The lights go out. And out comes Darth Vader. Kristen, you've sort of talked about in the past how Darth Vader, you know what? He's not that great. He's just some guy here. Did this make you yep. appreciate Darth Vader anymore? I mean, he has a, an epic classic choke everyone in his path scene um predictable not cool if you have like it's just kind of rude like if you have that many powers at that point just put them all like put them all out of their misery what's the point of making a show um you know I mean if you're a Darth Vader fan I don't hate you you probably love that scene but I just don't think there's anything special about him and I don't really get the hype he has a cool costume (laughs) I'll give him that, I guess. But, but this um, was not a Darth Vader redemption moment for you. No, You're still out on him. I'm sorry, but I don't think there ever will be. Were you surprised that he showed up in the movie at all? Um, a, a little bit, but you know, this is one of the easiest characters. You know, you don't to have years later come um, back into a, a modern day Star Wars film, right? And so. Mm-hmm. And it makes a lot of sense. Like it helps with the continuity between the two films. So I'm glad um, that they did, but um, it was, yeah, it was fine. It was nice to see a familiar face, I guess. That's the exciting part. With well, the movie. Familiar, familiar mask. Familiar mask, familiar character. Did you like how he told uh, director Krennic that he makes sure you don't choke on your aspirations? Yes, yes. That he was chokes them. Who knew that, who knew that Darth Vader was full of puns there? right yeah i don't know still he's not even his puns aren't even that good (laughs) so (laughs) he has some work to do but darth vader ends up murdering uh all these rebels these poor these poor uh gentlemen but one guy gets the plans free releases the ship hands them to a woman and that woman is princess leia what have you brought us hope yes hope uh, were you surprised and excited to see Princess Leia? Yeah, I had a, I had was like oh when I saw her. Um, I'm assuming CGI. That's right. Uh, appearance. They did a good job. Like you, you know, if you're just watching to watch and you didn't know, you didn't know that this that her the actress had passed away, right? Um, slash going back and her being younger, all that stuff. Like you wouldn't really think about it. So I think they did a good job. It's nice to see her, you know, because this is where. It really again picks up on the on the film that would come after the fourth film. So, yeah, it was- if, it's it. And then, did you notice that 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 was? Did you notice the ship that they were on in any way? Have you? Did you? No. Okay, so that is what the, that is the ship that they're on to start episode four. So you can sort oh. of watch this and go straight into episode four, and it it's continue. It's almost a continuation. So that's nice. Well, good job. Let's talk about some of the other ones here. We sort of hit the main plot points of this movie here, but let's talk about some of the villains. We talked about Vader, but we also get dig a lot into Director Krennic. Uh, Director Krennic, yeah. sort of the main villain that we see here. Did you have any thoughts on Director Krennic? It's just a little intense. 
you stand here under my achievement <laughs> he i think he's a narcissistic personality disorder i am not a psychologist um but he has some personal growth to go through um they all wear those so he you know their uniforms white cape whatever and then they have the the like the blue and red what are those is that just a button it was so distracting. They're so large that decal on their. Oh, costume. that's sort of your your I guess your status, your ranking, in in the army. I think like the more you have, the higher you are. I think. Okay. Like the modern army has a similar thing on your arm. Like you have the more yeah. lines you have, but this yeah. I guess is how the empire does it. I have two designer notes um, on this movie. Uh, costume notes, if you may. One, get rid of that decal. It's very. <laughs> I was so, I don't know why I was so distracted by it, especially the big ones. There's this one scene where like the camera angle, it looks huge. It's so big. Didn't like it. The other one is in the beginning. They have black suits for the stormtroopers. Do you, when they come and try and find Jin and her family, yep. that's sleek. You like those? Yes. Snaps for the, for the black stormtrooper outfits. Yeah. I think but it's an upgrade, but then you know, the actual upgrade would be the white ones because we're moving forward in time. Right. And I believe the black ones, there's, sort of spe there's certain special forces. There's just sort of the, right. like, your personal bodyguards, that sort of thing. Well, I would have argued very passionately at the costume conversation in these, in these movies that it should have been black. Well, I think the issue is that they want to save the black for Mr. Vader, your favorite character. So, no. <laughs> um, there's also Director Krennic sort of comes up against uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Do you remember Grand Moff Tarkin at all? Not well. Okay, because he he was in in just episode four, just okay, not too much. Um, did he stand out to you in any way? No. <laughs> did you Did you notice that he was a CGI character? No. Mm hmm. Okay. Yes, because I mean, he he looks exactly well, very very close to the character in episode four, which was made in the seventies. So yes. So in uh, forty years later, he he has passed away, and uh, so yes. they they completely CGI'd him. Okay, that completely got past me. Yeah. 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 It, once you know, then now you can't, now you won't be able to not see it. But like, but if you don't know it, it's, a, I think it's actually a pretty good job. So clearly they did a good job because you didn't even notice. Yeah. And that's what I was trying to say with Leia. Like if you didn't know, mm -hmm. I don't think you'd notice at all, but I totally, I didn't put two and two together either that he was in the other film. Yes. He, he remember him. Yeah. He's in the Death Star when uh, it gets blown up. So right, 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 right. He doesn't, he doesn't make it very far. Yeah. That's okay. Um, we had some quick cameos there. We had a quick R2D2 and C3PO cameo. Yeah. Was did you did you enjoy that? Yeah, my two favorite buddies. <laughs> Not <laughs> they didn't do much, but just a little a little fan service. It's great to see there. Yeah. Um, great. Anything else as far as the big picture in the movie that we haven't touched that? You can go to your notes uh, and see what have we what have we not talked about that you want to dig into a bit. I don't think anything big picture like big picture good movie. I have a few, you know worlds with a few things but nothing nothing crazy i had a few smaller questions okay okay let's do it you know how a lot of the characters have accents yes a lot of them have what you may say as earth accents okay explain this to me where did mm -hmm. these come from 
What are you saying? What do you mean? Like, this is, so Star Wars is set in the future, right? No. Okay, so, okay, when is it set? <laughs> it's set a long time ago. Oh, right, 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 galaxy far, far away. Oh, how dare I? Okay, a long, long time ago in a galaxy, a galaxy far, far, far away, far away. from Earth. Tell What's me, a, I mean, how I guess so. I guess so. Have like British, Scottish accents. But what what accents do you want them to have? N not Earth accents. What would be a not Earth accent? What would that sound like? Uh, you tell me. Give me your best uh, Star Wars. Uh, I'm not from Earth. That's British. That's not British. I'm not from Earth. Get me a cup of tea and hand <laughs> but, me the Death Star plans. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I think I'm someone who really loves story. And I just, I kind of pick, unfortunately, I'm sometimes the worst person I think to watch movies with because I kind of pick apart the parts that break up this immersive experience of a storyline. I get it. Like, everything's not perfect. But I just have that question, and if anyone can uh, make it make sense for me, I would greatly appreciate it. Right, but they have to speak in some, like, I, they, I you want them to create a new accent? But this is my other question. So, a galaxy far, far away, mm -hmm. were there always humans, or did we come in and kind of... take over, you know, and... You, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I, no, I believe it's 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 fact. Everyone knows this in the world that Mon Calamari, the squid people, uh, ran the world until they raised up a human. He, the human, uh, wiped them out, uh, disease, and that's our, now it's twenty twenty two. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Who who knows? <laughs> I mean, the long time ago in Galaxy Far Far Away, I don't think it's ever ever explained. I mean, I think it's I, see, a throwaway line in the nineteen seventies, and it's become sort of a classic thing. But it's but, the idea is that it's that I think it's supposed to be it's a similar ish world to ours, but it's but it's different in a, most ways. In a lot of ways. <laughs> yes. But that would be interesting. Like if they wanted to do a pre prequel to how this all started. I don't know. I find I would find that interesting. How what all started? Like, you know, if if okay, I'm gonna. You're a Marvel fan, right? Yes, I've heard of it. I've seen one or two movies. Um, the multiverse, familiar? Okay. Sure. I feel like there's a potential here to do not something similar because, you know, we don't want to be copycat, but to just ex explain this galaxy far, far away. What, no? what, is, what is there to explain? Everything. What, what, would you, what would that be about? So what would they explain? Listen, I want a history. I want... This I is want the history. What galaxy... What galaxy far, far away? How far from me? How did the people who speak Scottish, that who have Scottish accents, <laughs> get there? You know, did we come in? Did we take over? I just want to know. I just want to know things. Right. I think that's fair. That's fair. The the uh, the novel series talks about the Knights of the Republic. It's the sort of a it is pre prequel, but okay. uh, again, it's not about the beginning of time talks about the the height of the jedi like does god know about this galaxy the big man upstairs 
Is he ruling that one too? The big man upstairs, uh, Emperor Palpatine. Um, <laughs> okay, let's get into some. Do you have anything else? That, that, any grievances before no, we get into I, the questions? I could always have more grievances, but I'm I'm gonna refrain. <laughs> I, I'm. Let's do it. Give me another. Give me another grievance. Okay, Wait, that's what on. we want. That's what we're here for. I feel like I've gotten a lot off of my um my chest. Actually, here's a positive thing. Okay. I'm gonna, take a, I'm gonna try the positive route. Something I really enjoyed was um, they're on that sand planet. Jetta. Yep. And am I correct in saying Jetta is where um, Luke is later? That's the first. Is that the first planet that Luke is on with his aunt and uncle? No, it's not. Tatooine. Okay. Tatooine. Ah, right. Um, I really loved the um, fallen like memorial moment to the Jedi in the sand. Do you remember okay. that? Okay. I, I thought that was really good. Like nods in movies that are kind of subtle to what's kind of happening. Like I really enjoyed those through this movie or at least the ones I could pick up on with like my limited memory. Right. <laughs> yeah. Happened. Yeah. But I really enjoyed that. Like those are moments where when you, when you're watching these movies and you can kind of clue into those and they're kind of like these hidden things. Um, it's really fun. Like it's a really enjoyable moment as a movie watcher to be like, oh, I know why like they've kind of depicted the Jedi fallen over and like the saber mm -hmm. broken and stuff like that. So um, I had a lot of fun with like those moments through this movie and that was one of them. I love it. Love it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. All right. Let's dig into some of these questions here again okay. at never seen SW on Instagram. Uh, Jordan has a few here. He talks about asks, where does K2 uh, SO uh fall in your droid rankings your oh, droid rankings Jordan. you know we got r2d2 c3po bb8 does he does he fall above any of those or does he is oh, he below them all i forgot about bb8 you forgot about bb8 wow. i did how dare i oh my gosh it's hard because like it's really hard for a new character slash a new droid to come in i think and take the place of an original like r2d2 i think will always kind of have my heart um, I just think he's, I don't know. I, we've seen the most of R2-D2 and C-3PO, right? And I just love, I particularly love C-3PO's humor. Mm -hmm. Like if I were to be a droid, I a hundred percent would be C-3PO, like kind of uptight, you know? Uptight and annoying. Yeah. I, thank you. Yes. I will own that. Um, kind of walks like he's got something up his butt and that's, you know, I'm, I'll lay it all out there. Like I'm a little you know, perfectionist. Yeah, knows everything. You know everything. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, you know, basically, that's what I like to think. So, um, so I, I think it's hard for them not to be in my top. So R2-D2 and C-3PO are always going to be my favorites. And then probably BB-8. I right. love, like, I love BB-8. And then K. Then we go K. K, number four. They're all great. Yeah, droids are always a big hit. Uh, do you know who Daredevil is? Daredevil? Have you heard Daredevil? He's a Marvel character. No. All right. Who do you think would win in a fight, Chariot or Daredevil? <laughs> um, I'm going to say, based off of who I know, Chariot. Okay. Daredevil is also a blind superhero who can do martial arts, so. Like very similar what? very what similar movie, what movie does um daredevil come in he's in daredevil he's also oh. <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard 
never heard of this movie. Yeah, it's a there's a Netflix show, Daredevil, and there's also was a Ben Affleck movie that wasn't very good. And uh Matt Murdock appears okay. in Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, okay. Alrighty. So uh your favorite character is is it Chirrut? Oh, since we're talking about Chirrut, uh, we'd like to do favorite character at the end, end, of, end of every movie. Uh, I think you said Chirrut was your favorite. Are you sticking with that as your favorite character? I think I am. Like, I'm the most fascin- fascinated by him and, like, his story. And I think he, he just added for, you know, not a main character. He added so much. Yeah, no totally. No small roles, am I right? If you're yeah. Chirrut, no small roles. Exactly. Uh, do you have a least favorite character in this movie? A character who did not stand out to you? I can Go come back. up with a few. Okay. <laughs> um, Baze, he's kind of just there. Okay. So, you know, um, Bale, I can't even remember what he did. Um, who's Mon Mothma, you know, like, I'm confused. Okay. Um, well- those are sort of throwbacks to some of the original movies. So you'd have Probably, to yeah. kind of know that. Yeah. Those are sort of the minor characters. Don't worry about the minor characters. <laughs> okay. Major characters. Cassian's a little annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this feels like an homage to kind of the relationship that um, Han and Leia had. Like, I couldn't get that out of my mind. Like, Cassian kind of comes across as this know-it-all kind of macho-y kind of person in the beginning. And um, and I had some issues with Han. So right. Well-documented. Yes. But none that I, like, absolutely... Darth love. Vader? Darth Vader? I mean, he's always on the bottom of my list, so... <laughs> If you were to make a spin-off show, a prequel show, because most of them are dead, about uh, one of these characters, which uh, character would you make a spin-off show about? Um, I kind of hinted at this earlier, but I think Saw Gerrera would have an, an excellent story. Like, he's just such an interesting character. Like, he's so well played by the actor. And um, I could totally see him having and deserving his own spin-off like I think there's there's a lot of mystery around him so it's an easy one to kind of go and do something new with mm-hmm. uh, I would definitely watch a show series on that him or Chirrut yeah totally that would be great yeah Chirrut and Bay is just like guarding different uh, Jedi temples or something that like was that. really that was really interesting to me like I I love like the Jedi world in the sense that there's so much to kind of collect and gather together so what if I would told you what if I were to tell you that there was a Disney plus show in the works based off one of these characters uh who do you think that character is oh I bet you it's Chirrut you bet it's Chirrut yeah no, it's not. It's not sure. Do you have a? Do you have another guess? Oh, have another was my guess. other one? Was is it Saw? It is not Saw. No. Oh my gosh, is it? Is it Jin? It is not Jin. No. Okay. What is Disney Plus even doing? <laughs> is it K? Tell me, it's K. It is not K. Although I could possibly see that K showing up. Okay. Uh, then I'm guessing Cassian. The show, Disney Plus show Andor coming out on Disney Plus in uh-huh. mid to late 2022. Cassian Andor show rumored also to have a Forrest Whitaker return as Saw Gerrera. So 
okay you would show up as well and then i don't know about k2so but you gotta think that maybe they they work them in there in some way i think right that's interesting i mean obviously they have a direction they're going yeah i mean that's something i have no idea what's to come with this show what do you think uh a cassian andor show i mean i it's again it's obviously before he died so right. do you think what do you think the show would be about him doing missions maybe just different rebel missions or how he became in the rebel alliance yeah i wouldn't be surprised if it ties into a little more backstory towards the rebels and and their you know operations and stuff right um, of course if it's about cassie and it's going to be more of a personal storyline as well so i mean that's i feel like there's i mean i said this earlier like i didn't find him super interesting right and so it's just funny to me that maybe they'll tie in a lot of these characters like maybe it's just going to be that's the main character maybe but you would hope that you would see a lot of these characters back again like that's the saddest part to me about this movie being a, sta a standalone as it has so many good actresses and actors um and it's like i really enjoyed a lot of these characters like i took to liking them way easier than i have to a lot of the other characters in the star wars <laughs> star, star wars world so i I would hope to see a lot of them back, but yeah, it'd be tough to it'd be tough for them to bring him back in this Andor series. I mean, I don't like as much as I like to see Chirrut and Baze as well. It, it seemed like that was when they first met. Yeah, K two yeah. would make sense. Jin wouldn't make sense. I don't think no. to see. Uh, I guess Saw uh, makes sense, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure who else. Director Krennic, maybe. <laughs> Do we want to see more Director Krennic? No um <laughs> you know Bodhi doesn't make sense because Bodhi would be an imperial pilot at that time but maybe maybe Galen like right like this whole yeah Cassian you know the whole mission was to find Galen like I don't know how close to this storyline they're gonna get to with the show but yeah it's just sort of like how how far in advance would it be I mean it can't be too far because they're using the same actor so so yeah. he has to be he will look older but they'll make him younger but they can't make him like a kid yeah so it's interesting is that a show you'd be interested in watching i mean i'm intrigued what direction they're going so yeah 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 that's great um lastly what have we got here we had we had bill asking where do you rank it so let's talk about the rankings here now I, i'm not under any any belief that you remember what your rankings are in any way <laughs> um so i'm not going to ask you to sort of place it specifically within movies but you have watched 10 star wars movies yeah. now so off the top of your head where do you think you would rank it from one to ten of the 10 movies that you watched one being your favorite movie and 10 being your least favorite movie i believe if we were are getting into it the last jedi was your number one movie on the list um and i believe your least favorite movie was episode four a new hope the original movie that this movie <laughs> walks right into uh, a scorching hot take there from you Kristen. yeah um do you have any thoughts of where you would put rogue one a star wars story immediately i think i mean my rankings are so influenced by the immersive experience and the cinema so it's it 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 has the influence of it being like a more modern film. Um, and so it'd probably be in the top half already just because of that, unfortunately. Like I would love, I don't know, if all these movies could be done, maybe I'm just a snob, but in like modern cinematic ways, then I think my rankings would look really different. So I'll preface with that. But um, 
I don't think it's my favorite. Maybe like my third or my third favorite, maybe. Okay, your third like favorite. A, like it's a really well done movie. As much mm-hmm. as I rip apart oh, some things about it. So probably below, if I remember ranking correctly, probably below The Last Jedi and Force Awakens. I remember you really loving those. But above yeah. Revenge of the Sith and Rise of Skywalker, which yes. Rise of Skywalker, you weren't as big of a fan as, although you like the characters in the yeah. movie. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. That's that right. basically takes us to, to uh, the end of Rogue One, a Star Wars story, Kristen. Uh, what a journey it was. And we survived. Yeah, unlike unlike anybody else in that movie. Spoiler alert. I um. I you put up the question thing on Instagram and I was sitting next to my husband Luke and he didn't watch the movie with me and he hasn't seen any of the Star Wars either and I think maybe it's a journey he'll take on later on in his life who knows but I'm sitting there and I texted him my own question and I and he's looking at my phone and I texted him why does everyone literally die and he was like this is the major it's the biggest spoiler i've ever had for any movie <laughs> yes i so, think so if you're watching if you, you i hope you've watched the movie before you listen to this podcast i'm assuming a lot of you do but yeah. if you haven't i ruined everything for you yeah hopefully at this point in the podcast they realize that the spoilers are coming. Spoiler alert! If fifty-five yeah. minutes into the the podcast here, uh, as Luke hasn't seen any of it, right? He hasn't seen any of oh. it. Make sure you let me know when he's when he ever watches something. I right? we gotta get okay. his initial reaction at some point. Uh, okay. There is there is still some more. Uh, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot here on the air. You can always back out later. I mean, how many people are actually listening this far into it? But there's another. There's one more movie that we haven't watched yet, um, and that's Solo: A Star Wars Story. So oh. it's a it's a prequel on Han Solo with a different actor. Um, okay. Does that hold any interest to you? Yeah, I like the movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'd be interested. Great. And then there's another big show that we that we've talked about in the past a little bit. Uh, the Mandalorian, I think, is an interesting yeah. one. Is the Mandalorian the one with the baby? That's the one with the baby Yoda. I mean, I know for sure Luke really wanted to watch that. That's mm-hmm. like the whole reason why we got Disney Plus and then we forgot about it. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's two there's two seasons of The Mandalorian on there. So maybe maybe we get you and Luke to come on there and uh, to give uh, to give an opinion on it. So I know people love The Mandalorian. It's a it's a big one. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of positive things about the Mandalorian. It'd be interesting to hear what your thoughts are on Solo, a Star Wars story. So maybe we set that up at some point. There's some other shows as well, but we don't need to get too far into the weeds right now. There's a show right now that's going on. Are you have you been seeing the post about the show that's going on right now? No. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Do you remember Boba Fett? Okay, yeah, I did hear about the show, but I haven't yeah. tracked with it at all. Yeah, there's an interesting uh, Wookiee in the Book of Boba Fett. Okay. His name is Chrysanthemum. Okay. Yeah, that, there you go. You can listen to me and Joe Ash talk about every other episode of the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, every other episode? Well, yeah, we're going, so every other week sort of thing. We're talking about two episodes oh. at a time sort of thing. Because it comes out every week. So we're giving ourselves oh, a little yeah. little time to digest the the, di- digest the material I just here. Keep everyone on their, on their toes. Just podcast every other one. 
well it's you know with a family Kristen, it's hard to podcast every week you know, you know, i've just got a mean cat so <laughs> is there anything else we want to touch on here when it comes to rogue one a star wars story or anything that we've talked about this last year and a bit about these 10 star wars movies no i mean i'm just always so blown away by how expansive you know star wars has become like it has a legacy and and so it's been fun dipping my toes into it. I think I've said this before, like in my closing comments when we did the original kind of um, series of Star Wars, that unless you've kind of grown up in this Star Wars immersive experience, um, it like it's hard, it's hard just to become a mega fan. But the more that you get to know the characters, the more you get to know the background and you're able to catch up on things in the movie or nods in movies, it becomes more exciting to watch. And this was my first experience having, being able to catch those kind of nods and and things. And so it was a little more fun for me watching this movie than I think the, the originals. Um, so I was able to pick up on that. It felt like an insider. Great. <laughs> part, of the, part of the Star Wars team, you know, so. So well, that's what I wonder, wonder when you know when you see something like R two D two show up. Are you sort of like, oh, like I know who that is, right? Like it is yes. sort of. I get the the deal about it. I get the yeah. hype about that. Does it no, make you exactly. feel something? Yeah, exactly. Because it 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 you know, it is actually a really confusing storyline. Like there's so much that happens through all the movies. There's so many movies, so many characters to keep up with. Um, unless you've like grown up watching them over and over and over again, like there's so much that you miss, like there's so much I miss, like I don't remember half the characters names or places or whatever, um, where someone could sit here and tell me every single planet that's ever come up in a movie, you know, so it's when I see someone I recognize and have thoroughly enjoyed in past movies, it is really exciting. I'll tell you another podcast I want to do, Kristen. And again, I'm just throwing all this out here at you okay. uh, on the air. We're just, you know, we're just throwing it out in the ether. Who knows if we're going to do it? I mean, I've talked about doing a rankings podcast for the last year and it still hasn't right. come out. So I do still want to do that one as well. And I want you to join us at that one. But I th thought about, uh, you know, maybe on a certain anniversary of when we watched the the first Star Wars movie, but revisiting, rewatching the first the first Star Wars movie at some point. Uh, Don't you know, do that down the road and and, and yeah. talking again and just seeing you know it could be a quick one a revisit of your thoughts on the first star wars movie i like it because i think it'd be interesting right because i feel like you know you're not just confused about the world right now you're just into the world and and would your opinions change would it no longer be your least favorite movie or would it still be down there because of how slow and poor the <laughs> it is are? a slow movie it is a slow <laughs> movie but i think it could change for sure yeah, it'd be interesting. You know what? You know what's fun to do is which I didn't get to do this year, but in the past is to watch uh, episode four, uh, A New Hope, uh, on New Year's Eve and time it so at midnight the Death Star blows up. I heard about this actually. I I, I was like, either my for you page is starting to curate more Star Wars content, or this is really trending. Yeah, it's fun. I did. I don't. I've done it twice before. It's kind of fun. That's you know, awesome. It's exciting because it, it gets to a moment where you're like, wait, did I time this right? Because it sort of doesn't seem like you're like the, the time and what I'm watching the movie, I don't think it's going to work. And then perfectly mm -hmm. at 12, it worked. Hey. There we have it. So we have lots more of potential podcasts in the docket. If you want to hear any of these, let us know. And if, if we have like people coming to us saying, oh, yeah, we love this idea. We love that idea. Much more likely to want to do these things. It's always mm -hmm. fun talking to you, though, Kristen. Uh, again, you can follow us 
at Never Seen SW. Subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Share this podcast with those around you. Uh, let us know uh, that you listened. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll hopefully be back again soon. Happy Star Wars Podcast Day. May the force be with you. Bye.